0: You are listening to an exclusive on PodHub Network. Your city, your podcast.
1: The delight of this crowd. McClendon marches down the dugout steps with first base. McCutcheon's
0: throw. The runner breaks to the plate. Here's the throw. Wow. He gets out.
1: Listening to the North Shore Nine
0: podcast. Follow them on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Also, make sure to watch NS9 Live every Thursday on Twitch and help support by becoming a patron. Let's go, Bucks. Welcome to the North Shore Nine podcast. I am your host, Anthony DiNardo, with me today on this very special podcast day on Josh Bell Trade Day. We got our co host, Tyler. Tyler, AKA Wagner, to Hopeless, <laughs> which that last part might be very relevant right now. But, Tyler, what's going on, man? You know what? I had to
1: take time away from the family to come help host the podcast with the Dardo because it's so important.
0: Oh, I know, right? Christmasy. Look, I mean, we get it done around here. You know, we might show up and do podcasts sporadically here and there, but when it counts, we're here for you. I mean, Sherrington gave us no heads up or anything.
1: We didn't, we had no idea that this was going to happen today.
0: Nothing. Nothing at all. (laughs) I was actually working. I didn't realize it until Jim put it in our group text. And then I didn't even see that until 20 minutes later, I feel.
1: Yeah, I know. We had already gone through the trade and then all of a sudden, Donato jumps in. Yo. (laughs) (laughs) Right. The group chat was silent for like five minutes and then.
0: Yo, our- oh, Merry Christmas. <laughs> All the reactions were out, right? Everyone everyone had everything <laughs> off their chest. And then here I came to to F some ish up. But you are right. I just and I didn't even see what it was. I just saw a deal happen involving Josh Bell. I didn't even look like, go too deep in the trade. And then I mean that's when I went on Twitter right away. I was like, wait, what? Because like you said, I mean there wasn't even any smoke to this. No. If anything, we've been hearing about Joe Musgrove and uh Adam Frazier. Right, that's been like the big talks. Like mm-hmm. Those are names coming up. And then I don't know where Josh Bell gets sent to the Nationals, which makes a lot of sense, actually.
1: Yeah, I think uh, Mackey tweeted that the Pirates close to the deal with the Nationals for Josh Bell, and then five seconds later, I think Pisan or Heyman pretty much just confirmed it. Wow. So <laughs> big heads up by Mackie. <laughs> Thanks.
0: Uh, okay. <laughs> right. Oh, man. So, I don't know. I mean, I guess we should start this off. What the hell what? just happened? <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, let's start in that sense. I mean, what was your initial reaction seeing this? Without even looking looking at a page, anything, just seeing Josh Bell was traded, that was a return. What was your thought? Uh, when I first saw that he's getting traded,
1: initial a little bit of shock because it was to an NL team. Well, the rumors were to an NL team, uh, especially with the no DH that seems to be happening. And then it was it was kind of a okay, I mean, let's just wait it out, see what they get. Look up the mm-hmm. Nationals prospects rankings, see it's a bunch of arms. You're like, okay, hopefully they get one of the good ones. Then the return <laughs> came out. And hopefully you saw that the, the return was for a 26-year-old. And it was like uh, gross. Yeah. That's kind of where
0: my mind went through, through the whole thing. So I'll tell you that was my initial reaction, to I saw the trade. Of course, I was late, so I saw the trade itself, what all came about. I mean, it was to the Nationals, which, I mean, the Nationals farm is not what it used to be. This isn't back when we were trying to k- trade Kutch and get, you know, Giolito and Robles and all them. You know, this this farm's pretty bare right now. So seeing that it was a Nationals is like, oh, okay. And then seeing, like, the number three and six is like, oh, I mean, that's not terrible. But then I saw the names. And then you go into the, well, then who, who were those people right. So had to look it up? Yeah. One's 26 years old air quotes prospect. I mean, this is, I think it's funny because how many times have we dogged the, uh, and we always use Will Craig as the example, yeah. right? The 27 year old prospect. So now we're trading for that. We're trading. We're getting a 26 year old prospect.
1: Speaking of <laughs> and, uh, that, uh, Nesbitt just yeah. came out and said, Crow and Craig are actually very close friends.
0: Of course Makes they sense. are. They're the same age. Of course. <laughs> 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 we used to copy off each other's tests back in the day. W-C. So yeah, like my initial reaction too was like, "Oh man, like this, this sucks." <laughs> it's like here we go again. Yeah, yeah, I, I get that vibe, and honestly, now that I'm on Twitter and seeing it, sounds like a lot of other people have that vibe as well. Here we go again. Huntington 2.0.
1: What I will say is that I would assume that Sherrington had to love these two guys a lot because it seems like it just happened. Like the national, it feels like the nationals just offered them and he was like, I like them. Let's do it because there was no smoke before this. And it just kind of snap your fingers. It's done.
0: (laughs) Snap your fingers. (laughs) Um, I mean, I guess that's very possible. I never really thought about that aspect. Or he's very good at keeping a secret. I sure hope that he really likes Crow and there's something he sees in him because, like, to me, on paper looking at this, it's very, very meh. Yeah. You know, and and I joked in here, you know, it's almost as if we replaced, uh, Jim even brought that up, you know, more specifically. It's like we replaced Trevor Williams with a Trevor Williams. Right. (laughs) Crow and, and. it isn't dogging on Trevor Williams, but at the same sense, he hasn't been productive. And even like the thing was with Trevor Williams, he wasn't gonna be a frontline starter. Like there was nothing sexy about his game. He was just if he hit his spots, he could he could produce and he was uh like a back end starter. And that's what Will Crow looks like and pretty much is evaluated as. Like his ceiling is a five four, probably a reliever, very average stuff. <laughs> right? It's that, <laughs> yeah. that that's that's Trevor Williams. Yeah. Velo probably gets up a little more than Trevor's,
1: but the same, it's yeah.
0: Okay. So, so we replace Trevor Williams with a cheaper Trevor Williams and more control. That's that's really not what you want out of Josh Bell, <laughs> right? <laughs> but you, at the same time, you got to look at it. Josh Bell is also meh.
1: Yes. But he's meh yes. right now. He could be a little better than meh. He's not meh right that- now. He's bad right now.
0: Oh, yeah. No, though. No, he, he is bad. But but I'll put it this way. His good last year, his bad this year has equated to his trade value being meh. Right. And I think that's something we need to highlight as well because that's what I put out there on Twitter also. And, and that's kind of how I feel about this right now. At first instance, now i looked at it. I mean, any deal involving Josh Bell, I feel was going to get hit on regardless. Mm-hmm. Probably for the most part. Right. Because it is true. I think people see... Josh Bell has been, I mean, from the day that he was drafted when, you know, people didn't think he was going to be able to be signed. And the Pirates did it by spending money (laughs) that the draft got, you know, changed by because of the Pirates and the Josh Bell signing. So, you know, there's been a lot of hype prospect or prospect hype to him. You know, he came up. He was solid. Like, there was a lot of stuff that you you could see it in him. Mm -hmm. It was never consistent, but you knew it was there. And then, man, Tyler, the beginning of last year, those first two months. I mean, we're talking about the best player ever. <laughs> yeah. It's like what he was producing. So it's like you saw that there was something there, and the you know people in Pittsburgh. I feel like we're always going to clinch on that that he can be really, really good.
1: And it doesn't help the the Pirates fans have been burned by burned so many times by these guys that you see it. They're not there yet. Now they're at rock bottom. They trade them, and then they turn into. Well, God, how how many different just, examples do we have here? Just
0: such your mouth. We don't need to go into detail <laughs> on those. I don't want it's Christmassy. I don't want to get on that list, right? <laughs> but okay, so I mean that's true. Now, to stick with the Josh Bell thing here, because I do want to get onto like what you just mentioned here in a little bit. So stick to the Josh Bell. I, I think it's going to be fair that any deal that happened, they were going to hate. But let's be honest here: Josh Bell has two thousand one hundred ninety one plate appearances if you want to consider this a full season even though it was prorated it's a full season he's got four full seasons and his 2016 call up of 45 games in those seasons he's never produced over one war except for last year right right for you know the call up was something then like the next two years you've been talking about what josh are we going to get you know he changes up his stance so much. You know, Twinkle Toes, as you love to call him. Tinkle Bell. Um, I'm sorry? Tinker Bell. Tinker Bell. My bad. Tinker Bell. So, you know, it's, it's always like it's never been consistent. You don't know what you're going to get. And then it was last year where he really put together a pretty solid season, which, though, most of it was <laughs> the first half. And then this year, awful. So it was like over those 2,000 plate appearances, he's amassed 3.54. Again, if you're a <laughs> team tough. looking. To get Josh Bell, are you really going to want to give your farm for that production? Think about the Nationals aspect. If you are the Nationals right now, right? We're no longer the North Shore Nine. We're the DC, I don't know, whatever, right? And we're talking about this trade. Don't you have concerns about Josh Public? Like, aren't you, if you're the Nationals team, aren't you saying, Man, you know, our team is really struggling. You know, there's talks about LeMay who talks about JT Romuto, talks about Chris Bryant, and we just got Josh Bell. Like, that's our answer, Josh Bell. I'm looking at saying he had a pathetic, you know, 2020. You know, he had one, one good half, and that's it. I might be pissed off as a Nationals fan saying, this is what we're getting, Josh Bell. Yeah, but you, there's, still, there's a
1: lot there that you can like about Josh Bell. The things you don't like is watching him play defense and go into the NL. That doesn't help. Uh, So, I mean, where does he fit in with them? I mean, I don't, I'm looking to see who plays first base for him right now. Nobody. So I guess he he, he fits in
0: at first base, but (laughs) does he? (laughs) Right, right, right. He's a body at first base. Literally any other player right now could also fit at first base. Probably better than Josh Bell. At least at least the same. But if you're getting Josh Bell, you're not expecting him to be a
1: bench bat. He's not right. a guy that's going to be coming off the bench ever the way. He's a streaky hitter. He's not built for the bench. He's not bent, built to play in the field either. But you didn't give up much. You gave up a 26-year-old.
0: Yeah. So, again, from the Nationals' aspect, so what you're saying is true. So what they're doing is they're banking on a turnaround. They're banking on all what the Pirates fans are hoping for. And again, as a Nationals GM, even as a fan, are you going to give up much for hope? I mean, even Mm. when you look at his projections, he's projected next year to basically produce one war. Which would be an improvement on most of his years.
1: (laughs) on All but one of his years.
0: Yes, you are correct. So You're making me think that Josh Bell's really not good. Okay, and it's, I'm not trying I to dog it, him. It but It is like,
1: confirming everything that we've always known, that he hasn't <laughs> been good, but we still,
0: the counting numbers are there for him. The, they are, but it's so bad on defense. It's so bad. And you say the counting numbers are there, but they're also there because he has two months where he goes off, and he's the best player you've ever seen in your life, and then he goes back down to average. So, like, the counting numbers are there because of his streakiness, but I get it. I just I don't know. I'm not I'm not going to give up a ton for Josh Bell right now. And and what I want to say so again, think of the Nationals. Like they had Eric Thames there last year, and even like Eric Thames, he's been very like similar to the type of player Josh Bell has been. You know, over the past few years, you know when he came over from the KBO to the Brewers, 2017, 2.1 WAR, then war. i I'm sorry, .9 WAR. 1.9 1.9 WAR last year with the Nationals negative 0. 0.7 WAR. You know he hits some bombs. He's got some thunder in that bat. Also, not some good defense. The, the, the Brewers didn't care about Eric Thames, right? I mean, these types of players, especially at first base, they don't go for much. You know, when the, the Tampa Bay's are consistently DFAing their their first baseman who hits 30 bombs, right, for like six million dollars. You know, when CJ Crohn's getting DFA'd and such like that. You know, like, like this is the value that Josh Bell, those type of players, present. So, I just don't see that you're going to get some top 100 prospect for him.
1: I know, but as a, for the Pirates right now, what is the upside, really, in dealing him at this moment? The worst that happens is you DFA him, or you non-tender him next year. You get nothing for him, but they got a 26-year-old arm that, they could probably
0: pick off a Dollar Tree shelf right now. I don't hate what you're saying there. I I do agree. You know, like, if he is at rock bottom, as you've mentioned. So, in my mind, it can only get better. But as it gets better, the years, you know, remaining of control reduce. Um, I guess that's my real issue with this trade. And the the 26-year-old we're talking about is Will Crow, as you mentioned. Let's bring in, like, Eddie Yeen a little bit. He's the younger one. Baseball America actually has him ranked higher. He's the number eighth prospect according to Baseball America. MLB has him at number six. He's the younger guy. He could have some upside that I'm okay with. Yeah. Like to me, if I look at this trade, give me two of those and I'd be okay with Will Crow. Exactly. Like I would rather say, okay, give me Yeen and a flyer opposed to Will Crow. That's where I'm at with it too. Crow makes absolutely no sense to me. It's like getting Hutchison. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, but that was like a salary dump. Yeah, you know, like at that point, you're like, yeah, give me whomever, and the Blue Jays are like, yeah, we don't need Hudson. Here you go. <laughs> like I would as much rather have some some other young guy with some type of upside.
1: I'm with you. I this is what got Neil Huntington into trouble too was the close to the major league guys that are mid twenties that you know what they're going to be if everything goes right. It's not going to be great, but they're going to be productive major leaguers to an extent. And that's really what we're looking at with Crow. I think is a guy that you're hoping that he's a four or five or bullpen arm.
0: Oh, well, is that once
1: again we're talking about Josh Bell, who I just said he's really not been good.
0: I, I know, I get it, and that's. And, but the thing is, two things can be true: he could not be good, and Will Crow could also not make sense. Like this type of return as a package to me makes sense for a Josh Bell, but. Give me, like, I would rather have not the, have the safe Will Crow will be a major leaguer. I would much rather have the, you know, this guy is my number 15, 17 prospect. He's mm-hmm. young, but something works out. He has the ceiling that, he, you know, he could be something better. Even if it's an elite closer, like go mm-hmm. back to the Huntington days, even if it's like this guy can be a great back of the end bullparn, you know, bullpen guy. Will Crow also isn't that. No. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's a swingman. He's a swingman right like at his best he's a number five or like you're mentioning a swingman. how many more of those do we need oh god we've got enough that's exactly it that's like that's it and we would much rather have the number 17 prospect who is a flyer and right now give me
1: yeen i'm good with that we're trying to get rid of all the our swingmen. we just replaced right. them with the cheaper ones
0: we we right we non we dfa trevor williams <laughs> and got trevor williams now we're going to get rid of Stephen Brawl. Oh, man. I guess that's a good point, too. Like, I mean, like, Chad Cole, before Stephen Brawl. Does, does Crow have options? <laughs> yes, he has two options left. Okay. So theoretically, he could start in the minors. Because I was going to say, too, I guess, as I <laughs> joked about, we solved our log jam at corner infield. Like, there is a log jam of also very bad and mediocre pitches we have. <laughs> So yeah, Stephen Brault, like again like he fits into this mold. So who <laughs> is our rotation? I guess Will Crow could start in Indianapolis if we have a minor league season again.
1: He's 26 years old. I don't want to start
0: him in Indianapolis. I mean, I don't, but that's what we're talking about here. We have this a lot a, of. We got a tray. S- this guy slots in. We have too many damn
1: 26 year old mediocre players. <laughs> Like we got a bunch of quad A players right now. Yeah. And we just added more.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm with you. The, the, <laughs> I'm perfectly fine with Yane. I I just feel like give me something else other than Crow. Crow to me just doesn't fit, doesn't make sense. It's pointless. You know, when this team is ready to compete in three years, oh god. Crow could be getting DFA'd non-tender yeah that's you know what i mean so it was what was the point he is not a part of any future plan (sighs) in my eyes unless we go back to what you said unless charrington saw this and said there's something in chrome if i'm gonna bring and point something out the dude's got mad spin rate on his breaking ball (laughs) now his breaking pitches aren't great he's got a slider he's introduced a curveball People are actually encouraged by his curveball more than his slider, so maybe there's a little more you can get out of him. But again, is that so? Does that mean instead of a number five, he's number four? You know, like we're still not talking about this guy has or he's a good the potential of being like an elite closer, (laughs) you know, or even like an elite setup man potentially number three. It's still the very very back end. Like this is still very much when you're ready to compete, Will Crow probably won't be part of that. So then what was the point when the number 17 prospect who is really nothing right now could potentially be part of that? Yep. There's,
1: they got to have someone in that. I, I don't care enough to scour to look through their system, but there's gotta be one guy down there in Latin America that has a ceiling. <laughs>
0: just, <laughs> just give me I some say, sort we, of hope we, here. We can't trade for international money this upcoming uh, <laughs> up year. So like, that would be a perfect one. Like just give me international money. I don't care about Crow. Just give me, 500K in international dollars, and I'm good. Oh, God.
1: Can you imagine if they traded Bell for money?
0: <laughs> uh, the only thing that would be worse than this trade. Um. So I wanted to, yes, I wanted to bring that back that up uh, a little bit about the whole Josh Bell situation, Charrington, Huntington, right? So let me ask you this also. This trade, is it to you more of the same or is it more of the circumstances? <laughs> it looks like the same right now. This yeah.
1: looks like a Huntington type deal. Um, it's, it's, it's the complete opposite of what they did with Marte. They went after a 26 year old well, arm instead of a few guys with, with some ceiling, not quite there yet, but a uh, low able, they got one of those, but they also got, I'm going to keep going back to it, a guy that's one year younger than me. I'm not, in, I'm not a prospect anymore. He's not a prospect anymore. Which is why you're a perfect friend, it's like <laughs> <laughs> I, I look at his age, I'm like, 94. Okay, he's not that old as oh, shit. Yeah, he's right. a little old to be on this prospect list, MLB pipeline.
0: Yeah, that's what got me. <laughs> so again, not really knowing him, you know, when I looked and saw, I was like, wait, he's 26? Already I'm running him off. No, I get it. he had Tommy John, then he had COVID last year. So like, there's been issues why he hasn't been caught up and had more innings in the major leagues. But he is in his prime right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's let's look at numbers. His first year in AAA. Yeah, and which said. was in 2019, albeit just 54 innings, 10 starts, 6.17 mm-hmm. ERA. Look at last year's three starts. Well, I, I, I know, and it is just eight innings. I know it's a weird year. Yes, he had an eleven point eighty eight ERA, but and he but, walked you know, in a
1: lot of people.
0: Right? Yeah. What eight point one innings pitched, and he had eight walks. So, Stetson I think he's coming back, home. hitting the major leagues last year. Oh God. But yeah, I guess like I'm, I look at this and say I think it's a little bit of both. So as we kind of talked and debated about Bell, I think it's a lot of circumstances because Bell's value isn't there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, again, like the Will Crow thing, that doesn't sit well with me, you know. And mm-hmm. even like I'm gonna go back to the whole Garrett Cole trade again. Like when that trade happened, you know, I yes, it was it was very much like this as well. I think it was a lot of circumstances in Huntington. The circumstances was. Garrett Cole's value wasn't up there. And, and, of course, that was mainly because the Pirates didn't know how to utilize him mm-hmm. and made him a mad pitcher where he could have been elite, as he's shown. So part of it was circumstances because he didn't have that value of this guy's a great ace. This guy's going to be a Hall of Famer one day, potentially. Right? He was looked at as, eh, you know, he might be a number three starter. Yeah, And Man, with ever, the circumstances... Granted,
1: Denardo, everyone in the world was like, you're going to get him out of Pittsburgh he's going to
0: dominate. I mean, okay, but still... <laughs> <laughs> Again, you're the Houston GM. You're not going to say, "Oh yeah, we think he's a great pitcher." You're going to say, "No, he's he's he hasn't been great. He's all this. This is what we're giving you." So I look at this the same. You know, I think it's a little bit of both. So yes, he circumstances he's been not good. He's been very meh and bad. So circumstances are he hasn't shown much. This there weren't a great trade, and I don't get the crow part. And
1: even I don't get how he's even on prospect rankings. Look at his minor league numbers. He walks as many as he strikes out. Like five. Yeah. We're talking about like a one to one Cato walk
0: rate. Like even so look at his projections, right? We talk about Josh Bell, the one point one war or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like when you look at his oh, projections I'm, this year about I feel like Will Crow, I'm looking at Jeff Locke's projections. <laughs> Okay, so you're kind of hitting where I'm at here, like a 5.280 or a, And I know pro, there are projections, there are projections, there are projections, whatever. But still, projections of 5.280 or A, 6.6K <laughs> per nines and four walks. Like this is also, we talk about Huntington. Huntington loved getting those relievers that walked a ton, but they could strike people out. Yeah, You know, there's always like the high strikeout rate, but also the high walk rate. and We'll work with them. This guy doesn't strike anyone out either. No, he does not. I mean his best season was in AA in 2019 23% K rate. But he's usually in the teens. You know, again, AAA last year or 2019 I should say 16.4 K rate, 10 you know, 10% walk rate. <laughs> God, I hope they like Eddie Yeen. I hope so too. <laughs> I mean, I pray, I pray that they like him, and I pray he does well.
1: Is there anything to do but laugh at this point? And I don't, I don't know what we could have expected for Josh Bell again. But it, it just, wasn't going to be Carter Kiboom, that's it, for sure. It just didn't make that part of the trade. Just like you said, doesn't make sense. And Jim, yeah, even in our chat, Jim said that. They got him the help tank. In the meantime, like, <laughs> no, why are we trading? Anybody. Yeah, why are we trading Josh Bell? For I mean, a at guy that to help point, us tank?
0: Tyler, go go pitch for them. Right. I mean, you can help them still be cheaper and still get something else for Josh Bell. And so, they
1: couldn't trade Colin Moran instead.
0: I hope, I'm still on board, like, even though right now it lines up, he's going to play first, Brian Hayes will be your third. To me, that made the most sense, too. Like, to, unless we, we had on Matt Geica here, he talked, you know, he, he really feels that Moran broke out. Like, Moran's more of the player was last year than he was in 2019, right? I feel there's still risk involved. I feel like he's hit that. He's shown mm-hmm. it. Let's go ahead and flip him now. Otherwise, you run the risk that he turns back into a pumpkin. You know, we were the this is the Pittsburgh Pirates are talking yeah, about, <laughs> yeah. right? So, like, I feel like he Joe Joe Musgrove tops the list. Joe right. Musgrove is like your number one. He's our guy. that's going to get us something back of actual value. And I feel like Carl Moran's next. Yeah, I agree. Adam Frazier pretty close
1: behind. I'd be okay trading Moran too, and let's just ride with Philip Evans every day. I would be. Jeez, again,
0: again, forgetting <laughs> about Philip Evans. I just
1: ride with him every day at
0: this point. I'd be good with that. If we're going to tank, let's, with that.
1: let's tank with some lottery tickets.
0: Let's have fun in our tank. Exactly. You know? Philip Evans was fun. Not that Colin – I mean, Colin Rand was fun last year too, but he he's going to give you that return, I feel. He's going to give you a better return than this, I yeah. feel like. And at the very least, he's going to
1: get you a 26-year-old long reliever.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. I mean, the guy can at least play first base. I'm not saying he plays it well, but he can at least play it. But he also, I mean, he he can play third base. Not well. He's got a bat, too. It proved to be better than Josh Bell's last year. So, I I don't know. I mean, if there's a trade available, I mean, maybe (laughs) Charrington snags it as well. But it seems as if they're going to go into this year with Moran at first. Cabrian Hayes at third. (laughs) And, yeah, what I want to say, too, I'm sure there'll be actual official things, but Crow and Ying, like, them sliding into our prospect list, neither will be top ten. I mean, I could see Crow slated about, like, behind Brubaker. God. Which, again, tells you something. Yeah, that, that tells you a good bit. Bolton, for sure. Like, he's outside. I mean, maybe our – again, we're talking about a bad Nationals, right? So maybe our thirteen. 15 range where does he slide into that
1: I, he's a guy that you're gonna have to see what happens this year and he could shoot up rankings but
0: yeah he's got upside to him but he's also so young and like yeah. you mentioned too with no season last year to really see anything it's kind of a crapshoot
1: kind of like this trade
0: Well, there was crap and then a shoots.
1: <laughs> I'm hoping I'm the one that gets to get shot.
0: <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know if there's really anything else more you wanted to I talk about mean, this.
1: Once again, we went over it. Josh Bell. He's not good. It feels weird to say that finally, because the whole time it was maybe there's a little more to him. We've seen it. It's there, but it just never peaked. And we know he's not good defensively, so value wise, he's not going to bring it there. With the bat, he could still bring it. So all I do at this point is expect the MLB to come out tomorrow and say we're going to have a
0: DH next year. Yeah, that's happening. (laughs) You know it's happening. Merry Christmas.
1: (laughs) Hey, we're going to do that DH after. Holy
0: shit. Well, and that's, that's also what MLB has talked about, that there is a potential of a DH this year, much like last year because the uncertainty of games and such. And I fully
1: expect it at this point.
0: I'm, I'm expecting there to be a DH next year. I really am. After what I've read and saw, I feel like it's coming because MLB and the owners are going to screw up baseball once again. But, um, so yeah, I mean, that's potentially what Josh Bell will be. He'll be the Nationals DH, which means they still need a first baseman. So, that, oh, trade column ran again. There we go. To the nationals. And we'll That's get we'll, we'll
1: get whatever other 30-year-old
0: prospect they have. <laughs> let's let's look at their list. Who is old? The next Seth Romero is the number nine. He's 24. That's close.
1: Okay. We're getting
0: there. He had a 13.5 ERA in 2020 for Washington Nationals. I so like that fits him. the mold. I like I feel like Billy Bean right
1: now in the scene from Moneyball. Uh, Twenty-two A double A. No, next.
0: There's a, oh, there's a catcher. He's 26 years old. Oh, Elias Diaz, come home. Trace Barrera, 26 years old. That's our guy. Sign him up. And we got our catcher, so we're good. Pittsburgh Media will be uh, pleased. That is our guy, 26-year-old catching prospect. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) All right. So I guess in a nutshell. Josh Bell's gone. Josh Bell's gone. He wasn't that great of a player. Someone's 8 to 10-ish prospect range, right? 6 to 10-ish prospect range is probably about right. One
1: step but, closer to closing the book on Neil Huntington's drafting.
0: There you go. They're almost... There you we're go. getting
1: close to him. Being gone.
0: Almost. Almost. So, <laughs> not... Or, Nunning. Not, Jeez, Nunnington, I was going to say. So, Charrington... <laughs> puts his stamp on this team once again. Josh Bell is out of here. I, I will say, I mean, he was a good guy, though, too. Like, let's not – Josh Bell, one of the good dudes. So, I'll miss him in that sense. Um, but it's over. It's it's done. We're moving forward again with this regime, moving forward to the future. Potentially, Musgrove being next. Musgrove or Frazier. Yeah, Frazier I look at as eh, as well. If we got this return to Frazier, I'd uh, I'm like okay. That's so probably yeah. about right. <laughs> Musgrove's that dude though. Musgrove holds the chips for this team in Charrington. God, that's We got this dispute return for Musgrove, then I'm pissed. <laughs> Just prepare yourself. No, I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> I'm not doing it. Um, all right. Well, I guess that pretty much wraps it up then, Tyler, huh? Yep. He's gone. All right. Well, everyone, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Happy holidays, everyone. We, um, we'll um, we see if we're back anytime soon.
1: <laughs> Who the hell knows right now?
0: I know, right? We might be back on Saturday if there's another trade. If we are, I hope it's a, a better tone, <laughs> right? I, th- I hope we're more excited. I hope there's a lot better prospects that we're cheering about. But at this point in time, I'm just ready to go drink and eat some food and celebrate. Yep. Now we have some fodder for Christmas with the family. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're out of here. We'll see y'all later. Bye-bye. Peace out, Girl Scouts.